Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. It's time for the Jeremy Paul Show with your hosts, Mark Stafford and Jeremy Paul. Yes, the great man beams in from Australia and JP, it was squeaky bum time for Wallabies fans, it was squeaky bum time for All Blacks fans, Uh, the international window opened with a ripper last week. Mate, kia ora bro, good to be back, hey? You left left your mate over here in Aussie, like you chasing some cash, you just... Just left me off for the week, bro. Well, I you, missed you. You said that's my and boy. And you know what? You said that's and my you, boy. Mate, that's my boy, Blue. <laughs> um, man, you know what? I looked at your tips too because I had first, third, and fourth in the Melbourne Cup and your emirate, um that you chose as your top pick came second. I wish I wish I would have known that. I had I first, second, first. and fourth. Yeah, I didn't get third. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 mate. Yeah, I had. <laughs> mate, we should talk more. Well, I know. Um, yeah, no, we'll get it next year, bro. Next year, next year. Yeah, what? The thing I love, mate, about like where rugby is now at the moment. Because see, the game is 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 like everyone thinks the game in Australia is is diabolical, right? Like in terms of rugby union, um, because of the the Wallabies, and because um, we we are all tracked by the Wallabies here in Australia. But in terms of the game around the world, it's probably the strongest it's ever been. And I, look, I remember when I used to play Scotland, I never lost to Scotland or Ireland. Um, I don't think I lost to Wales either in my entire career. Mm. And um, and now when I look at the strength of um, the Northern Hemisphere teams, doesn't it just make the, the World Cup next year just that tantalising, like how good is it going to be? Because it's always sort of been Southern Hemisphere rugby, right? But now what we're seeing, like, mate, I used to have to lock myself in my room when I used to go to Scotland because the grass markets, like, I'd just be on the drink for, like, two or three because we were playing Scotland. Like, who cared? Like, it was it was just like, <laughs> like oh, it's only Scotland. I have another couple of beers. Um, but now, like, they've actually had the wood over us in, in many years. So to, to get that win um, and to see our boy, Tate McDermott, like, yes. unfortunately, mate, he was... I can't. I don't understand why he's not playing more. But look, obviously Dave Rennie has a plan for him. Um, unfortunately, he's not available this weekend after getting a hit to the head. And my boy Jock Campbell um, got off the bench last week and starting at fullback this weekend. So like, he's a super young talent. Um, but again, all the injuries that the Wallabies have faced, um, I just feel that um, like this is just going to galvanise a good squad. And I think leading into next year's Rugby World Cup. 
um, will give Dave Rennie lots of options. So, you know, where we see negatives, there's some good positives. And and it's um, and look, Ian Foster lives again, eh? Lives again another week. So, <laughs> mind you, though, man, imagine if they lost to Japan. My God, my God. But haven't they improved as well? My goodness, man. They've got a high paced game. They. they they play a good brand of footy, Japan. Yeah, they, and like the coaching, Jamie Joseph and Tony Brown. I think Tony Brown is Wayne Smith reborn. He's he's the new professor, if you like. He's innovative. He and he, I just feel like he looks at the players and thinks and really thinks about what can I ask them to do that they can do and and will be a surprise. I, I love Tony Brown coached backlines. <laughs> Couldn't agree with you more, bro. Like, um, that's the thing. Like, it's it's the the way the game is played now is not necessarily like say like like a Jonah. You would not be necessarily using him as a runner, but potentially as a blocker or as a um, you know as a runner that is a decoy. Like the the moves now and the running lines, um, their passing ability um, are all things that are indicative of tony brown right like because he was he was always a crafty little player like mm. playing because I, I had the fortune fortunate enough to play in my entire career and um and we always lost to the otago and, and like always lost to the highlanders in dunedin i actually think it was a scheduling problem personally we always used to land in dunedin and o week um orientation week for uni so might have had a couple too many as well like down in dunedin so we always lost but they always seem to play so well, and Tony Brown was almost man of the match every single time. And I think he's translated that into his into his coaching, and and I just think he sees the game differently, like you just sort of said, like with Wayne Smith. I think he's like that out of a box type of coach. And um, no, look, I, I think once players like like again, like you know Rico, um, and I think like Roger, once once they sort of figure out like um, in terms of their combinations, oh, look, New Zealand is unstoppable right when they figure out their combinations and i still think they're figuring those out particularly when you got like Bowden barrett and richard moana like how do you choose between those two like mm. seriously mm. how do you then you got the barrett boys right like where geordie can play 12 or 15. um you know will jordan is arguably the most exciting talent in the world and then you got someone like Sebu reese who's just the most consistent bloke <laughs> like he is just so dangerous like both in attack and defense my god the guy rips off massive hits and and can jackal um like the best of them actually bro quick quick note the mm -hmm. jackal do you know do you know that word the jackal right when someone's jackling the ball do you know where that word came from i don't that came from the brumbies so back in the two back in 2000 we had a guy called troy jacques and we used to call him his nickname was the jackal and then we we're watching a video one day and he was getting in there and he was pilfering the ball and we go the jackal there you go he's gone gone and done the jackal and then it spread all around the world wow. so we created that word wow i like that i, I yeah. like the origination of saying so there we go now we all know um as always jp we asked for some questions um Mark has sent in a question. Now, you may not know, but we have a thing today called Gumboot Friday. We've got a great man. He's actually a former comedian, and um, he's been through some horrific 
um, drug and alcohol addiction, oh. mental health issues, and he has set up a um, like a mental health um, organisation, and he is doing so much amazing work in anxiety, depression, and suicide prevention for our youth in New Zealand. He's incredible, and he's awesome. n- and he's not funded by the government at all. And he's got a fundraiser today, and people can text through, and uh, every text is just three dollars, and it's cheapest chips, but it's his big day. So, a question for JP from Mark, not a question, but in the theme of Gumboot Friday. Has JP got any advice for young athletes regarding dealing with the pressures of being a high-performing athlete, uh, for example, with the media and also the rise and rise of social media? Have you got any advice? Oh, look, great question. Um, look, <laughs> the, the external pressures now of today, um, particularly obviously not just with social media but camera phones, everyone's a journalist now, Um Best thing, but look, so some of the best things we used to do back in the past are still prevalent today. That is making sure, because really the issues, like when you when you look at a, a young professional these days, it's more about the social aspect, right, and getting themselves into trouble because they have all the training, they have all the all the playing, pretty much locked down with all the different coaches. But where they come unstuck is the social element and finding themselves in what we used to call a nightmare scenario. Like what, one of the one of the key things is to make sure you're in a good group of people and good group of support. Pretty much what I like to call the circle of care. So having good mentors like outside of of your sport as well. So people that you can learn about life. Um, always make sure you're incredibly humble. I remember um, and the humility. I remember the very first time I met Laurie Daly. Um, absolute hero of mine i was i was 22 years of age down in canberra and we just lost the finals to the crusaders and he comes up was in a bar and he comes up to me and he goes god jeremy mate unlucky tonight g'day loved to meet you laurie daly and i turned around and went duh (laughs) you're you're laurie daly and it just showed the humility of the man that you play a sport like you, you just remember that you play a sport and it's always a humbling experience that you, you, you and a privilege that you get to do this. Um, so surround yourself with, with good people, um, particularly outside of the sport. So you learn about life after rugby, because if you know there's an end to it and you realize there's an end to it, then you'll make sure you maximize the most out of your, out of the support that you do. And just, do other things like outside of footy, not just the mentoring side, but the charity work. And I know a lot of sports people do this because unfortunately you're in this bubble of, of ignorance, naivety, as well as ego. And you just, it's a fake world. Um, and so the more stuff that you can do outside in terms of community work, jumping on something like this, like Gumboot Friday, um, will ground you as a person. So yeah, keep, Build your circle of care, get mentors outside, um, always be humble and, and have that humility about you and, and do other things. Great answer. Great answer, champion. Um, there's some more questions. I've had so many questions coming. You're not going to ask me about the cricket? Oh, bro. Oh, we've got, that, about- we've got that sewn up. <laughs> oh, what about <laughs> you do too, you buggers? Like I tell you what, man. Like the the calculators are out for the run rate at the moment, right? Like it's just mate, that two hundred they scored in that first game, and we we got out for just over a hundred. It killed us, absolutely killed us. So, mate, Kiwis are looking absolutely magic, mind you. Got dusted up by the English the other night, but 
we saw Pakistan beat South Africa last night when the when uh, South Africa beat the Indians, right? Like so, mm. what a competition! Yeah, well, the Black Caps are just doing their thing for world cricket. By you know, England beat us, makes it harder for Australia to go through. Yep, mate. Do you know what? Do you know what? I was actually thinking that when I was watching, I was like, going, <laughs> I was like thinking, well, no, no, no. So when when we in the '99 World Cup, right? Our our look. So in the 99 World Cup, when we were watching the semi-final and the French, when they that unbelievable turnaround in the second half, right, um, we would like just go, we were screaming, going, yes, like this one, because we obviously wanted to play the French. Um, and our poor bloke, our poor um, IT guy who who basically cut up vision the entire year of just the All Blacks didn't sleep for 48 hours because he had to cut up. We had nothing on the French. <laughs> we had nothing on the French. So I was like thinking, do you know what, man? Like they knew they were going to lose. Like, cause you know, at a point where, you know, you got to kind of just, you, you, you're not, you're not going to win this game in cricket. How about you just like destroy the run rate for Australia? Like, absolutely. Like knock them out because if the Australians fired, they were always going to be a big threat and did beat them in the world cup final last year. So, Smart work by the Kiwis. Well done. I'm I'm going for the Kiwis now because I can because I'm in both camps. That's right. <laughs> yeah, and no, I can cheer for the Aussies if they make it and we don't because I know Jeremy Paul. Um, Correct. That's all it'll take. That's all it'll take. Uh, one more question and it's a bit of a weird one and uh, I'm going to ask you to stay on the line as we take news and I know you'll probably oblige if we do that. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Right. Well, we've got another one here. Um, it's a bit random, but you're used to these from New Zealanders. What's the we- weirdest thing that you like to have on your toast the weirdest thing on my toast <laughs> not a big I, i'm not a big toast man like i mean i'm getting gluten intolerant man it blows my stomach up like a freak like i don't eat i don't eat much bread anymore but back in the day obviously it used to be vegemite jam and butter just butter good old and huge amounts of it like, <laughs> Nothing like a good butter and bread, bro. It was like um, having bread with your butter rather than butter oh, no, with absolutely. your bread. Absolutely, yeah, a little bit of bread with the butter. Thank you. Fantastic. Especially the real butter, not that margarine. Yeah, that's it, mate. Hey, hold on there just for about 90 seconds or so. We'll take new sport and weather. We'll, of course, be, right. we'll be back with Jeremy Paul after this. Uh, Robinho coming through with the tunes. Uh, JP, former Wallaby, is still on with us. Uh, an elongated Jeremy Paul show. Why not? Why not? Uh, questions, JP. One from our great man Ed from Tolaga Bay. Says, Namahi, JP, up the East Coast, Heartland, Lahore Cup winners. Their coach, <clears throat> excuse me, their coach is Jose Aguirre. Did you get to play against Jose? I did. I did, mate. He was... Um, <laughs> Jose and Rico, right? Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Look, two incredible players. Actually, friends on Facebook, and I have seen that um, go through on his feed. And um, oh, congratulations! It's it's good to see past players um, getting in. Look, I I don't I don't like think that people who haven't played professional rugby aren't necessarily going to be great coaches. Um, of course they wouldn't. Um, but if you have had that experience um, and been in that system, but 
also have that like that those life skills mm. um I, I think they they can become very 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 good coaches so um oh no congratulations and yeah true the east coast <laughs> not the Paro east coast the great thing about jose gear is um like he's come in and like when he was playing for the hurricanes had a bit to do with him and he's he is like the consummate professional with exercise with recovery with nutrition sports dietitian all that sort of stuff and he's bought a bit of that into the East Coast. He's going, boys, 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 you know, we're, we're three hours away from kickoff. Best we put the beers down. And he's, I think he's he's just <laughs> slowly introduced a little bit of that into them. But, but he's, he's reconnected or added to the connection with the community, with the East Coast team, because there's boys that travel three hours each way just to go to training, and, the, and they willingly do it. And an und- another interesting thing you may not know, their semi-final, they, uh, I think it was against Horofunua Kapiti, the night before the game, they slept in tents before their game. No hotel, Whoa. they slept in tents. Whoa. Yeah. Well, and look, going back to that other point where you said blokes have to travel for you know up to three hours, that just shows the bond and the culture. Like people, I love it when, when, when particularly when the media jump in and go, "Oh, their culture is awful." Like, what do you, what do you like? What's your explanation of culture? Mm. Like, like that, that I, I hate reading those sort of things or hearing those sort of things because culture is 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 built on the back of that commitment and that camaraderie and um, and the cause of of what you're doing and your teammate. Like you, you get to a point like where you die for your teammate and and that sort of commitment of traveling is the same representation of dying for your mate because you're putting in that effort and oh man kudos to um jose man yeah he was always a fit he was he always looked sharp man his body was outrageous so mm. yeah sort of was like looking in a mirror but, uh, <laughs> one no? of those concave ones yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, bro. Oh. um someone's asked if you have managed to watch any of the women's rugby league uh sorry the women's rugby world cup that's going on in new zealand over here at the moment oh yeah of course yeah no i picked up a couple of games of the wallaroos um Massive, massive improvement by the Wallaroos, but obviously coming up against, you know, the red hot favourites in terms of uh, England. I still think it's the. Uh, I think I still think it's the New Zealand um, sides tournament to lose. Um, would love to see more tickets sold for the double header tomorrow, but um, you know, hopefully there's a there's a big walk up crowd. But um, look, what 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 a fantastic tournament, and it just shows that if we look, if you look at um, the men's rugby world cup, like back in 87, you know, sort of 91 in those earlier periods and just dramatic change in the the game itself in terms of, you know, attacking and, and, you know, players are bigger, faster, fitter, you know, what, the, the, what we can see now in the future and say like in three world cups time, like that, the product is just going to be extraordinary. So, you know, we, we, we have to continue to, to support women's rugby, um, but continue to support women's sport um, because they've come from an amateur background. Like well, I've seen it in the cricket. I've seen it in the NRLW over here in Australia. Um, the games are just, they're fantastic absolute amazing product um all all they need is an injection of money and again if we want to support women's sport watch it like watch it on pay tv everyone out there watch it because this is where the money comes from like it's not just about bums on seats it's about 
bums on couches and mm. watching the sport. So the ratings are high, the product is high, and the money is there to inject into the sport. That's it. And if you want to watch the uh, Women's Rugby World Cup, it's on Spark Sport. Only cost you $24, I think it is, for a whole month. And then you can opt out again. And the beauty yes. is, and this leads me nicely into the next question, JP, because Spark Sport also have the Rugby League World Cup. And I've had a whole heap of text messages from Rugby League people saying, we love it when the former Wallaby talks about Rugby League. So my second to last question for your segment on the show today is the Rugby League World Cup. Have you been enjoying that? Oh, my goodness. What a good... Pro- I said this, man, a couple of weeks ago. It's a good... Pro- Look, same as the, the, the earlier stages, like, I mean, I played in a game against the Nibia where we won 153-0. Like, Japan, 147-0. Like, 20 years later, they're now, you know, in competing against the All Blacks, like, mm. taking them to the wire. Like, this is what happens when you're trying to develop the international game. But, oh, mate, the big, the big news over here, like, you know, it, of course, we got Lebanon in the quarterfinal, but it's really about that semifinal against the Kiwis. And don't the Kiwis look good, man? Joey Manu, I reckon... I, I, I reckon he's my lost last son. Like he looks so much, man. <laughs> yeah, he actually does today, look man. like you. I know, man. I, my wife says to me, is that, is that your son? <laughs> I love him as a player. He is so good. Like, so good. They've got amazing forward pack, um, big mobile forward pack. For us, I think, like with Australia, like it's really going to come down to combinations and decisions by Mel Meninga. Like the big talk was Daly Cherry Evans or Nathan Cleary. That should be a shut case, Nathan Cleary all day. But I think it's going to come down to the reserve bench because the game now is a 17-man game. And so when you go into the game, and I really like what Mel Meninga is thinking, is putting Ben Hunt on the bench because I think that hooker, because see, if your halfback goes down, and we've seen this in big games, when Mitchell Moses actually got injured with Parramatta, he got knocked out, um, they had young Arthur come on, but the whole game changed. Young Arthur did incredibly well, but the game changes. So if you've got the ability to cover your halves and hooker at the same time, because again, hooker, is one of the most pivotal positions in terms of the spine when you look at nine, seven, six, and one. So I, I like that. I really like that choice of putting Ben Hunt. Unfortunately, greats like Daly Cherry Evans will probably miss out. But I think I think that the thing is, right, it's going to be selection for Mal Meninga because when you've got a plethora of choices, like this is the hard part too, right? Like they're all outstanding. Like every, like Cam Murray to Isaiah Yo, like there's... There's not, the only guy that's got a secure spot is is, is Teddy Tedesco, so James Tedesco. So, look, I, I, mate, I can't wait for that semifinal. Like, that is just going to be a bumper. And Michael Checker, the coach <laughs> yeah. of Lebanon. Check. I sent him a message, actually, before he went. and said, mate, good luck, man. You're going to kill this. Like, what a bold move. And I think he's done a great job. Like, I think he's done an awesome job with Lebanon and um, – yeah, man, I think it's been a, a wonderful and the and the women's rugby league kicked off as well. So World Cup as well and Australia looking magnificent for that as well. Yeah. Last question. You know we've done uh these playoff brackets for uh the big Bicky Bonanza, the good golly Miss Molly Jolly Lolly off finding our favourite biscuits and lollies. We are now doing the G Wee Topper TV character jamboree. Uh, we hit the final today, so you can have a vote. You're allowed to have a vote. The two finalists okay. for the best TV character of all time, as voted for by our listeners, the two finalists are Mr Bean and Basil Fawlty. 
Oh, well. <laughs> I know nothing. I know nothing. Okay. Mate, you got to go Basil, right? Okay. Like Basil is just, what a great show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What a show, man. And look, actually, when you, when, like, all the different, like, sexual innuendos and, the, like, the, unfortunately, the, the bad sort of racial comments as well, stereotypes and all that sort of stuff back in the 70s was out, right? None of that stuff could be played now. No, like, I know. Offending someone. Um, so when you actually look at these sort of shows, like, like you sort of think, holy how how far have we come? Like there's a there's an old classic show here in Australia called Kingswood Country. Oh my god! Like back in the seventies, <laughs> some of the stuff that they were saying like was just outrageous. Like, but yeah, no, you can't go you can't go past Basil. Like, Basil. Oh my god, what a show! What an absolute show! Awesome, awesome, mate. Um, we've gone way over time, but that's all been good. Yep. Uh, great to have you on today, buddy. Uh, two more test matches: uh, the Aussies, uh, the Wallabies, and the All Blacks would have played another couple when we talk again next Friday. Can't wait. Enjoy it. Thanks for coming on, champion. Turbo. See ya. Jeremy Paul. Jeremy Paul Show. If you want to play the vault, how much are we up to? $150 TAB bonus bet up for grabs. You get three questions today. It really, really helps if you've been listening the last couple, um, but we can give you a little bit of a hand. 0800 $150 $1, TAB bonus bet up for grabs. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91